Hey guys, Ganesha, and welcome to that podcast episode two. We've got uh, my cousin Krishna on. Woo! Get out of that. <laughs> is that uh, my is that my fanfare? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so I've I've got Krishna on because um, Krishna has had some interesting experiences uh, abroad. Um, so Krishna went to Korea. How many years ago was it now? And- um, well, first time I went was in 2011, May 2011. Uh, that was for one year. Then I came back here for nine months. Realized it was it sucked, and then <laughs> and then uh, and then went back for what, three years. So while while Krishna was over there, he was teaching uh, English to Korean students. So what ages were they? I don't know. Uh, well, I, uh, it'd be probably let's see the oldest used was 16 so i guess it was like between the ages of 13 and 16 so kind of like high school sort of age well it was similar it, it was kind of like the last couple of years of high school right yeah cool so yeah we're going to talk about kind of how it was kind of uh, being abroad um obviously a big change from living in in britain all your life to going to korea which is completely different yeah um so firstly, how did you feel when you first moved away? Uh, well, it's 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 a weird thing because, I mean, depending on your reason for moving in the first place, you can feel different ways. But for me, it was kind of, I I want to I was like I'd, I'd say like it was just fear really, like when I initially moved over, there's there's fear, but when I found out that I was actually going to be like it was it was happening, then I thought, oh okay, well. This is, this is, it's weird. It's different. Like I didn't know how to exactly feel. Was it fear of it not working out or? Never. It was never fear of it not working out. It's, it was, it's more fear of the unknown because if you've never, uh, if you've never gone anywhere before, your, your initial thought is like, well, okay, I guess I'll see how it goes, but that can only take you so far. Yeah. And considering that, like, if you go on holiday uh, somewhere, you know you're going to be back in, like, a couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah, but with that, you're not. Yeah, I, I understand your point with that. Yeah, I mean, I was I was going indefinitely. I didn't know if I was going to be back uh, in a year. I didn't know if I was going to be back in a couple of months because right. who, who knows, like, how it would work out. But for me, it was more a case of, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there. I'm going to give it the old college try, as it were. And yeah. regardless of whether it was bad or good, I was just going to stick it out and see what what came of it. Um, I guess if I'm going to go off like my my initial reaction, it was more it was more relief because I mean the the way that things had worked out over here wasn't really in my best favor. Like I've told people this many times, like back in 2009, not the best year I've ever had. Right. Um, it was it was pretty bad, and I remember getting to that point where it's like, okay, you know what? Things aren't working out here. I'm gonna go. So I need a new new change. Well, just a just just a fresh. Well, you can't really say I can't say fresh start because I'm I'm being you know I'm sat here and talking to you. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it was more. I needed a new perspective on things, so I decided okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and I'm gonna see what what there is out there really. And initially, I hadn't applied to go to Korea. It was. <laughs> it was Japan. So uh, slight difference, probably in culture. It was very big difference. I mean, I don't know if you if you know about like Koreans or Japanese. Uh, 
Koreans and, and Japanese people do not like each well Japanese people don't really think much about Korean people and Koreans just straight up just don't like Japanese people I say don't like I'm being very like, you know yeah, I'm, I'm being very nice yeah I'm being very nice with my with my words here <laughs> but the fact is they don't they they like straight up just like some of them just hate hate them but I mean that's that's with the culture and the, and how things have progressed yeah um like with with the whole uh with like Japan, Japan occupying Korea and and such but you know that's that's just a history lesson right there yeah yeah like we're not subjected to uh much here like like I mean like I said I like I initially applied to go to Japan so I applied all over the show like I applied for places that you know I, I think I kept thinking like well I don't I'm definitely not going to be able to get a job in in a major city because you know I've got no teaching experience. I have mentoring experience. Yeah, but nothing concrete. Absolutely not. Like it's very different. Like I, I mean, I did. Like my my idea was okay. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go and and I'm just gonna go, yeah. but I had no idea how to actually do it. Yeah, I think because we're gonna. Krishna doesn't know this yet, but we're going to have uh, Krishna's uh, younger brother, Sherka, we're going to have him on a podcast and talking about uni, which is going to be interesting. Um, but one of the things that I'm going to ask him, because obviously over the past year, he's wanted to possibly do what Krishna did and move away, um, teach, because he's currently a teacher and he'd like to, to teach in a different place. So for him... He'd probably feel more comfortable, do you not think? Because he had the, he has the basis of being a teacher. It's very well. This is the thing. It's very different. So when, I, like I said, like when I initially decided, like I'm going to leave the country, I didn't know in what capacity I was going to leave it in. Like I mean, I have a degree. I've I have a fair, you know, sense of education. Like yeah. I've gone through the system, as it were, and and I've come out with a degree. Um, but. Like I said, I don't have any teaching experience whatsoever. And when I initially thought, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'll do teaching. I, I did what anybody else did. I, I looked online. I, you know, I talked to a few people. Like some people that were on my university course, they had done that in the past. Was like, it the TEFL? Yeah, it's TEFL. Right. Uh, it's essentially it's English as a second language or ESL. Right. Um, or TEFL as it's, you know, teaching yeah, yeah. English as a second language. Right. Um, but... I didn't know like what the steps were to actually go ahead and did it uh, to did it. I didn't know. <laughs> See, this is why I'm not a teacher anymore. I can't speak. Um, but this is the reason why uh, I figured, okay, well, that's the reason why I should do it. You know, just I'll do this course and, you know, they'll help me find a job. Cause that's initially what it said on the website. Like, Oh, you can get a job if you have this, if you have yeah, this yeah. certification and, I figured, okay, well, that's fine. And I didn't initially start looking because I figured, okay, what if I do get a job whilst I'm still doing this course? I'm not prepared yeah. for it. And plus, I don't have enough money. Yeah. And it, I, I, I later realized how uh, how important it was as well. Like, it's, it's a really important thing to have, like, a good financial, uh, well, good financial stability, you know, before, before you actually, yeah. So, like I said, I did, I, I was doing the course. I didn't realize how extensive it was as well. Like you have varying courses. Like you can go for basic, but it's not going to be enough. Yeah. 
any school that you do decide to like apply for, they always kind of look, especially public school, they look for you to have done at least 100 to 120 hours worth of learning, Jeez. which right. it's not, it's not a lot, but it is if you, you know, if you're, if you're currently working and you're trying to get to that stage, because it, you know, depending on your, your, depending on your lifestyle, like if you've, you know, if you're working or, you know, you got kids or you have somebody that you look after or, you know, you just, you, you're busy with other stuff. So it, how long did it take to do the course? Uh, here's the thing. Like I, fi- I initially finished the, the hundred hours and I thought, oh, okay, it's, it's, that'll be fine. And you, you get given a certificate saying like, you've done Don't this amount yeah. and they send it to you in the post. And it's like, yeah, okay, great. Turns out I didn't really need it in the end. Uh, mainly because, yeah, Damn it. <laughs> mainly because what happens is you, you get, you get there and they're like, oh, do you have, well, I was looking at, this is through the recruitment. So whilst I was still in the, con- still in the UK, they ask you to uh, to state all your qualifications, and they don't they're not really that bothered if you don't have a teaching degree. I mean, it's it's desirable if right, you do, yeah. but it's not essential. Um, and they also ask, oh, do you have like a, like any ESL certification? And if you say like, yeah, I've got this, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah. All that equi- all that equates to is you getting an extra, let's see, uh, extra hundred thousand one, which is I want to say about. 50 quid so 100,001 was it yeah but that's that's just going off the top of my head like I think it's 100 I think yeah it's 100,001 or they might have bumped it up to 200 but I'm not entirely sure I'm pretty last time I checked it was 100,001 which I'm pretty sure is like about 50 pound you know give us 67 pounds oh well there yeah. you go so, you know 67 quid extra on your monthly paycheck right yeah so it's that's that's you know I, I kind of recouped the costs of that course yeah, through that. It's not that bad. So it wasn't too bad. But uh, yeah, um, so yeah, I, I figured, okay, I'll do the course and, you know, I'll work and save up the money and it's all it's all go. Like I set myself a deadline. Okay, uh, I figured, okay, I've, this is like start of 2010, so I'm going to go next year. Like that's that's my mission. Right. I'm going to get out of here in 2011. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, I didn't commit myself to being a hermit, although, you know, lifestyle dictates in the past like I, like I have been a hermit in the past and you know continue to be but that's you know the life choices okay um so yeah I just I just kept my head down just got on with it and uh yeah it got to a point where it's like okay well I need to start making moves start 2011 got a significant amount of money the, the job that I'm currently that I was currently doing at the time uh, was set to expire in March. Right. So I figured, okay, well, you know, I'll just, I'll start looking for work now. So I did, I applied for a bunch of jobs. I have a separate, uh, CV or resume. Um, I have my regular uh, CV, one the one that Korean. I used to get. Yeah. yeah. And I've got like the, uh, the ESL one where it's just like, Hey, I'm, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a pretty damn good teacher, even though I've never taught before. Um, and I have like those separate ones, different cover letters, and so one looks way different than the other one. Um, but yeah, I I just put that out there uh, to see if I got any hits. Not I, I must have applied for well over thirty jobs Jeez. up and down uh, Japan. Not one bite. I didn't even get rejection letters. So and, it was just one in Korea that just. Well, here's the crazy thing. Uh, I didn't. I didn't realize that I'd applied for uh, a Korean recruiter and it, it just 
it it was just it was a happy mistake. Like I remember just I, I remember checking my emails and I saw it was like congratulations and I thought it was spam mail at first, but I, I looked at it. It's like congratulations, we're currently looking at your application and for Korea. I'm like, where the hell is Korea? Like, I, like I'm not like geography isn't my my forte, but I mean, I was like, I, I, like I had no idea. I was like, what is this place? So I did a little bit of look. I, I, the only thing I knew of is that they they joint hosted the World Cup with Japan. Oh right? yeah, in 2002. And, yeah, and that was it. That's my that's my extensive knowledge of of Korea. Funny because that happy mistake has got a lot to answer for now. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> But the fact is, I just, yeah, I just, I rolled with it. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I looked up on the map. I was like, it's not that far away from Japan. So I could no. always just jump over and you know, see what what's what. Um, recruiter, it's the recruiters were just the best. Like, they were so good. Yeah. Uh, like, I told them, like, look, I've not taught before and this and this. And, and this isn't the first first time I've, I'm, I'm talking to them on the phone. See, I think in some respect, they'd appreciate that, that you're honest with them because... I feel like they'll get a load of people that say, "Yeah, we, I, I, I've taught before, but haven't." Do you know what I mean? Like I try and blag it because I, I always feel if you're a crew, you're applying. Sorry, applying for a, a job in a different country, they're not going to know what you've actually done until you go there. Do you, do you know where I'm coming from? Yeah, I, I get that, but at the same time, you also have to realize that most of uh, the people that they get, like it doesn't matter which recruit, like the recruiter I was going through. Um, I think they were like newly established. They they, right. they had they had brought people over, but they hadn't brought that as many over as, uh, as say like um, oh god, what are they called uh, a big a big recruit like yeah. Corvia, like right. they're a huge recruit uh, they're, they're a huge recruitment uh, company in uh, in Korea. Right. Uh, but yeah, they 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 were these these guys are just like small fish. Um, but they were insanely helpful. Like, like I said, the first time I talked to him, I was like, uh, "I'm going to be straight up honest with you." Well, first off, I was super confused because the guy who was talking to me had an American accent. I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like, I was like, are, are you, "What?" And it turned out like, he's, "Oh no, I'm from Washington, but you know, I live in Korea now." I was like, "Oh, okay, no right. problem. That's cool." Um, Do you get a lot of people going from America to Korea? You have no idea. Like, okay, so the University of Wisconsin actually has a I don't know if it's still going, uh, but this is what I've been told, and I, I later found out like it, to be quite true. They have an agreement with the Korean government. Uh, it's kind of like a like a like an I want to say exchange program, but no, it's probably not the word, right wording. They have an agreement with the university to uh, to bring people from Wisconsin over to, to Korea, Korea. and I was like, that can't be. That can't be right. That first year, I have I had never met so many people from Wisconsin in my entire life. I bet you, like, if I if someone from Wisconsin said that to me, or even said where they're from, I would be like, still don't have a clue. If they said America, then I'm like, yeah, yeah, right, I know where America is. Otherwise, you know what I mean? It's oh not... no, you you get you get a, a pretty extensive, uh, you get a pretty extensive uh, education in the states. <laughs> From, from these people because I mean you're all in the same boat in the end but like I said like, the guy was talking to me over the phone and I was confused at first but I was like oh okay no problem like I, I just thought some just just some guy yeah and I was like look I don't have any uh I don't have any experience teaching I've got a bit of mentoring experience but whether it translates over into what I would I would potentially be doing who knows so 
I just figured, okay, well, I'll, I'll just tell him that. And I did. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. You know, like we get a lot of people who, who come straight out of university and they go over to do this and they have no teaching experience whatsoever. Oh, geez, that's a big step. It is a, it's a big leap of faith as well. Like on, on both parties parts, like you don't, it, it's, it's crazy how, how it works out that way. But like, I'll get into it a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, um, so I applied, they're like, okay, just, you know, just, we've had a look at your, your, uh, your, your resume. We're going to, uh, we're going to send it to uh, a bunch of different schools and see, see what comes up. I was like, okay, great. Thinking, okay, I'm going to be waiting a long, long time. Two days later, oh, we found you a school. Jeez. And I was like, that is what? And like, yeah. And they sent me the details. It was at a primary school, very, very close to the uh, North Korean, South Korean border. Like I'm, I'm talking about, it's an, it's about an hour away from, from this, from the border. And I just thought maybe I could like get the bus to Seoul. And I did a bit more research. Apparently there's not that many buses. I would have to live on uh, the school grounds as well. And yeah, I just figured, okay, well, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'll go for it. So I, see, I, at this point, I'd be like, "Shit, hell no!" Like, no. But because you have, you have at that to re- time, Korea, North Korea were more volatile in some respects than they are now. But they're always volatile, though. That's the thing; they've been volatile for neon 60 years so you know it's it's you know it's, it's it is what it is really you can't really you can't unless you can change the political landscape you can't really do much else no um so yeah i just figured okay well yeah i guess i'll go for it and when i next got a phone call from i think his name was joseph yeah his name was joseph when i got a phone call from joseph he's like oh what do you think i was like i'll be honest with you like is this all there is? He's like, oh no, we've got a few others. I'm like, oh right, okay. So he sent me another one, and I was and but the, but the thing is, the information was very wrong on on the sheet. They spelt the city wrong. Oh sh. Uh, but it was okay because it was like, and I was like, I just I looked it up on on Google, and I was like, wow, this is all the way down south, and it was. F- <laughs> the school was correct, but the city was wrong. So the city, the city stated was Yosu, which is all the way down south. Uh, but it turned out it wasn't Yosu; it was Yoju. So they spelt it wrong, which is and there's a very big difference. Yosu's all the way down south. Yoju's all the way up north. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's completely so, different. So the significant different is just very, very different. So in terms of the people that you get there, would it be different? So do, do you know how like if you meet someone down south here, you mean they, accents? Not just accents, but mannerisms as well. Um, well, yeah, we'll start with accents. Do they have a different accent? Are Are you talking about is there a north and south divide? Yeah. Because oh, oh. if you if you go to someone down like like I'm I'm a northerner like born and bred if I talk about something someone down south everyone starts doing a Cockney accent yeah or, that... or saying like 
high fuel prices, things like that. Things that are a, a southernism, as they were. Southernism. <laughs> southernism. <laughs> I just created words on this show. Southernism. I don't know what to, I don't know how to feel about that word. Um, <laughs> southernism. I'm not southern at all, but I just southern. What would be the equivalent to that? Northernism. Is that just sounds lazy? <laughs> you know what I'm trying to get at, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, well, this is the, this is the thing. Like when I went back, uh, there was a guy who who had uh, he was he was born and raised uh, in in southern Korea. Uh, sounds is... he was born <laughs> he was born and raised in in a place called Busan. Is this the guy the the the, the crazy one? What's his name? What crazy one? Is it J-Man or something? No, it's not him. Oh. Uh, this is a different... This is a guy I used to work with at my second school. Um, but apparently, I never noticed it, but apparently there there are different accents. But because you can't understand the language... Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you don't pick up on the accent. You just think everybody uh, sounds the same. I think that's the weirdest thing about living in Britain... And, and to be fair, you get it in America, the accent thing, because I, I, I don't hear it a lot in different languages, mm-hmm. or I don't recognise it. Yeah. Um, may, maybe they don't have it. What? So, food-wise, what was it like there? Was it a lot different to what you used to? Because I'm guessing, right? So, we... No, they have fish and chips over there. Wait, what? They have fish and chips uh, shops, yeah, that's... That's fuck. That's really fuck. That's just weird. No, it's, I'm messing with you. No, oh, they don't have that, fish and chip shops. What you d- don't do this to me. God damn it. The fact is, they don't have fish and chip shops. They have Korean food. They have the it's just barbecue uh, restaurants. They have a lot of barbecue restaurants, but, but it not in the on... same way that we have barbecues. I'm guessing. No, it's more hot plate over there. Right. Okay. Right. Um, had you ever? Eating Korean food before actually going there? No, I'd never eaten Korean food before. I didn't even know what it was. Um, the only, I, I, I had no idea. Like, if, like I said, like my my plan was to go to Japan, but and I'm, I feel like I'm somewhat well versed in Japanese food, but no idea about Korean food. Yeah, well, I think to be fair, I think there's more. Well, there's more Chinese Japanese restaurants than there is Korean. Well, yeah, I mean, well, that's. Or, or, if you not, if you go to Manchester, you could probably name a few Japanese or Chinese restaurants, but you can't name a load of Korean restaurants if you didn't know about them. Do you well, know what I mean? If you don't find them, well, Korean food has only slowly started to come about. Uh, well, become more popular because the the culture is being become more expansive due to uh, the expat community. Yeah. Um, that's that's. I mean, it started off as word of mouth, but you got to realize like people have been going over to Korea to teach for for decades, but it's just having those comforts from there uh, and bringing them over here is just way more difficult because you don't have many you you don't have as many Korean you don't have a bigger Korean community uh, in this country. But if you were to say like go over to the states, there's a bit just a big general uh, Asian community. Yeah. yeah. So you can find those things more widely available and cheaper than you could over here. Yeah, when so when Krishna first went over, especially the first time, 
Um, so was it 2010, 11? 2011. Yeah, so I, I was in high school, uh, probably just leaving. Um, and I remember Skyping Krishna, uh, especially quite a bit, wanting to learn out, uh, sorry, learn about what was going on there, what the vibe is. Also keeping in touch with the family member because other than uh, my uncle, Krishna was kind of the one, the a person in my generation that moved away. Other than obviously Shaker, obviously going to, to Paris for uni, uh, Krishna was going to be going to career. We didn't know if he was going to be coming back or when he would be coming back. Um, so I wanted to learn a bit more. I remember you saying about money and saving a lot there. Was it because of the bills? So a part of the deal, was it the bills being paid by the school? No. The Okay, so they pay for your airfare. Well, they reimburse you, uh, your airfare. So you pay for your ticket, uh, you keep all the, like, the ticket stubs and everything like yeah. that. And then when you get there, you hand it all over and they give you the money back, put it into your, your, uh, your bank account that it was paid from in the first place. Right. Um, your... Go on. This is hilarious because partway through this podcast, Flora has been sorry. Flora's my cat. If anyone doesn't know, she's going to go near the mic, near the computer, and everything. Uh, and now she's just want to, yeah, just get in. Anyway, continue. Oh, and now she's hitting the mic with her tail. Absolutely fantastic. Flora the cat, ladies and gentlemen. She's, she's doing little laps underneath my armpit. Yeah. Um. So. I forgot what I was saying now. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, so the they give you an apartment. Well, some, it depends on the school, but typically the, the school will give you, uh, they'll get you an apartment right. and they will then pay for the rent. They'll pay the rent, but you pay the bills. And that's pretty much it. Like pretty much it, whatever you use, you pay for it. Um, and they put down, and you have to put down a security deposit. So if anything breaks in that apartment, that's it. Your deposit's gone, um, and it, the, depending on the apartment, it can it can the deposit can range from like fifty to possibly two hundred thousand. Are they furnished these apartments? Uh, the uh, the contracts that you sign uh, for the school is is just a basic. Um, there's Gepic and there's Epic. Uh, yeah, see this. See, is... I'm fr- so for the people obviously listening. I'm like so confused. I'm confused. We'll See, this is this is this is why I, I started from the beginning, and I figured, okay, I can explain things as we progress, because it's not hard to explain it all. It's just it's a matter of just keeping on track of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, there's two different companies. Uh, sorry, companies. There's two different. Uh, there's two different. How can I put it? Yeah, we'll Categories. say companies. No, there's two different companies. We'll say this. So there's Gepic and there's Epic, and these are two uh, separate. Um, government entities that allow people to uh, to work as teachers in Korea. All right, okay. So uh, they uh, they prov- they essentially they provide the funding. So like a union or in a, in a sim. Not I get in a in a way I guess it kind of is like a union, but they don't provide like but they go the extra mile with it rather than in what way, as in they provide the furnishing because you no know. they don't they don't provide anything but uh, a contract and a budget for the school oh right oh right okay so uh it, and it's government funded as well right so the so what happens is with the fund with the furnishing part of it the uh the contract will stay okay you have this and you have that 
you have one of these, you have one of these, and you have like how many of these? Like you have to have like the basic essentials. Yeah. And it's just a checklist of what the school has to provide for you in your apartment. Um, so th- once uh, once you get there, there's a good chance that you probably don't have everything that's stated in that contract anyway. Right. But they give you they give you kind of like a per diem where it's like, okay, here's your here's the money for you to you know like an allowance type of thing. Well, not allowance. It's more like a one off payment. It's like, okay, here's the here's some money. Go buy what you need to buy for the apartment. So people buy pots and pans. Right. Uh, yeah. Some people just blow it out on on alcohol. Some people uh, hold on to it and just deal with what they've got in their in their apartment. Because sometimes, if you go to a um, if you go to an, a school, it's more than likely the person they they already had a foreign teacher. Um, and that person left, but they've left all the stuff there yeah. as well. They've yeah. left a few things that they just couldn't sell or they didn't see the point in throwing away because it's still good. Yeah. So they just left it there. Um, so they'll they'll do that. Uh, but yeah, like I said, like the, the, these apartments they can range from like uh, from like two bedroom to uh, a singular bedroom or just like one room. Like one, like a studio type thing. Well, my first apartment was was a studio apartment. It had right. had a, a living area, had bathroom, and had a bedroom, like three rooms, and that's it. Right. The one, this my second apartment was just uh, one room, uh, kitchen, and bathroom, and that's it. And a little balcony area which was filled with a fridge. And a washing machine, Random. so you couldn't actually you couldn't actually get onto it onto the the balcony. You could open the door, but as soon as you open the door, there's a fridge. If you open the other door, there's a laundry. There's a a um, there's a washing machine. How? Why would they put it there? Is that the only space they could find? Only space they could find, and the uh, the piping is there as well. How odd. That's, yeah, that's weird. It was convenient though. It was. It was. It wasn't too bad. Like I actually, I, I liked my first apartment, but I mean, the convenience of my second apartment was was just easy because you could. I literally, my desk was right next to the balcony part. So if uh, if I wanted to, if I was doing washing or I just I got hungry, I could just push my chair back, open the door. <laughs> there's the fridge. Or, and the and the microwave was on top of the fridge as well. So if I did if I was cooking something uh, in the microwave, ping, open the door. There so we go. wait, this balcony's outside, isn't it? No, it's not. It's 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 not really. I want to say it's a balcony. It's not really a balcony. It's more. It's more a separate area. It's kind of like. I th- I think I know where it's like a, it's like a crappy this. conservatory if I'm going to put it that way. But just minus the door, it's just a. Just it's just a, uh, it's just a window, just a window, just a window area, and it has like I said, there's so much stuff in in that one bit. Like it was used as a li- like little a little storage area as well. That's where I put my suitcases. See, this is the thing that happens in India. So like, I've, obviously, me and Krishna have got Indian heritage, and when I go to India, India have similar things like that. Just like things you wouldn't see over here, like putting a flipping microwave and a flipping washing machine on. A conservatory balcony type thing, I, I you'd never see that here. Something with health and safety will happen. Is something like that. 
like, oh, it was, it was perfectly safe. It's just, you know, it, it was a small apartment and you had to have all these things. You yeah, yeah. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't just go to, the, I mean, I, I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure they don't have them. But uh, it's, I never saw a laundrette whilst I was out there. Never saw one. So, I mean, I saw a dry cleaning place, but I, I'd be damned if I'm going to go and get all my clothes dry cleaned. Uh each week because that's just cost racking up yeah but yeah uh no it was it was nice apartment like and it was i say it was fully furnished but i mean all it didn't really require much anyway so so before we wrap up kind of last thing um so like i said when we me and krishna used to skype um when the first time he, he went uh krishna used to tell me some interesting stories uh some that are probably not safe for work on well like this podcast is going to be not safe for work anyway um what's your weirdest story about being in korea well there's, there's like i said it I could was... be really not safe for work this this podcast is just yeah well i mean i can't really pinpoint one i mean it's it's near impossible to really pinpoint one mainly because I was there for four years, and I, I did. I met a lot of different and interesting people. Um, like some, I, I, you know, that sadly I don't really talk to nowadays. But some that just, you know, you just kind of they stick around, and that's that's a nice thing. But like, I think probably like my the craziest, the one story I, I do, I do find quite. It's just more interesting, if anything, and it just shows how how easy it is to just get by is probably like my first my first day i guess like when i actually got there because i i had not like within within i want to say like three days i went from not knowing if my passport got lost in the post with my korean visa in there to oh, right, yeah. to to having to book my flight within a matter of hours just to, to get out there so as soon as i landed uh, I had no idea what to do. I figured, okay, there'll be some guy with a sign and it'd be fine. <laughs> Nothing. There was there was absolutely no sign. Uh, there was no guy with a sign. And I, I started to kind of freak out because like, I don't have a phone. I have no means of communicating except my laptop. Right, yeah. Um, like I had a crappy like Sony Ericsson phone, but yeah, I mean, yeah. whether that worked over there or not is, is a whole different different matter like it and it it did but i you know probably take 100 quid just to actually send a text message back yeah and i was on, i was on pay as you go as well so it's <laughs> like you know i can't afford it um so yeah i i just i remember getting out my laptop looking for some like phone numbers i got phone numbers and then came the interesting part of trying to talk to the person at the customer <laughs> service desk because you don't, don't, I don't know, know korean support. i don't know any korean and i don't know if you speak english although i should know better like it's an airport you know yeah there'll be someone there'll be somebody um but luckily just as uh i was packing up stuff i overheard uh my name on the on the pa system i thought okay well i guess i'll go over and, and see what the deal is so i went over and the guy was like hey how you doing i was like oh i'm, I'm good thanks didn't introduce himself or anything. Came in for a hug. I was like, okay, well, I just, I want, I like my kidneys. So I didn't, you know, I just left it that like that. You might have never seen a brown mom before. And oh, he he, <laughs> he, he, he probably hadn't, but you know, he, he was really nice. He was a really nice guy. I think he was called uh, Hero or something. Yeah, I think he was called Hero. And 
he was just like, okay, you know, uh, I'm, you know, the contact from the recruiters and, and, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 you know, we'll get you your bus ticket and you can head off. And I was like, wait, what? So in my head, I thought, okay, I was going to get picked up and dropped off at, you know, my apartment or the school or, you know, just hand it off to somebody else. Rather than just having to do your own transport to the actual place. Well, he get, well here's the thing. He gave me a bus ticket, said, don't worry, uh, they're going, somebody's going to meet you at the bus station. I thought, okay, that's great. That's fine. Sorry to everyone listening. Flora's doing it again. She's not liking what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, yeah, so I, I I remember getting on that bus and thinking, oh god, I don't even know what I don't know when to get off. Like I, I literally just sat down, and luckily, the the guy said to the bus driver, once once you get to your city, tell him and that's and to like this is where you need to get off. And I thought, okay, that's fine, I can just rest. So I sat down, and then the first thing that happens is some old ladies hitting me. And I, I did. I, I was like, I, I've been asleep. What's going on? She's and she's waving a ticket in my face. I thought, what? What's? Oh right. And then I realized that the tickets had numbers on them. <laughs> Even though the bus was completely empty, she wanted her seat that she had paid for. Oh god. I get it. You know, it's. You know, I. But I mean, at the same time, it's like I don't know any better. I don't want to cause any trouble. I get up. I move, and that's it. Two hours, no, not two hours, about, I want to say, about three hours later, I arrive in my city, bus driver wakes me up uh, violently, uh, but I don't think anything of it because I'm so tired. I get up, get my suitcases and everything, and I have no idea what to do next because there's nobody there in the bus in, in the bus terminal to to meet me, and I start thinking, okay... What do I do now? Because I'd... I'm in a way worse situation than I was at the airport. At this point, I'd literally be like, "Fuck this! I'm out. I'm going back." <laughs> yeah, but where where are you gonna go? Oh yeah, to be fair, you don't know your way back. Exactly. Uh, that... You don't know the language. You don't know how to even get to where. You don't know where you have to go at this point. And plus, you got to realize I I had enough money to uh to possibly live there for I want to say like a, a month. Like in hindsight, like I had enough money to to live off for yeah. about a month, so it would have been fine. But I also didn't know, like, okay, where I didn't know how to communicate where I wanted to go. I didn't, I didn't have a smartphone. I had just, like I said, a regular ass phone. See, see, so for anyone that really like knows me, one of my worst, like, um, the worst things that could have happened to me would be getting lost in a country where I don't know, like. Every time I've gone to India, like I've gone to India a lot, I always think, shit, if I like get lost in India, I'm screwed. I'm literally screwed. So for you to be in that, I would be crapping my pants right now. Were you not actually scared? I'd be crapping it. You're tired. Like I just got off a plane. I got off a 14 hour plane journey. Um, and I was just, I was tired. I just figured, okay, what's the best thing I can do? I'll just, I'll sit and wait. So I did. I sat there and I waited for about two hours. Mainly because it's like, well, if I get up, I don't know what I'm going to do. And like I had I had a couple of, I had I had a bit of Korean money, but I didn't know. I didn't, I, I, I didn't know where there were any sh- shops or stores. I, I, I figured if I moved, somebody 
who the person that came to would come to meet me would turn up at that precise moment and be like, oh well, I guess he's not here, and then just go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So I, yeah, I, I literally I sat there for two hours, and she comes around the corner, is like, oh, I'm really sorry, blah blah blah. She gives me excuses. She introduces herself, and it turns out that it's a coworker from the school that was meant to meet me there two hours ago, but you know, stuff something happened, and yeah. So she she introduces herself i put my stuff in her car we drive uh we drive two blocks to my apartment from the bus terminal oh, god i'd be so pissed i'd be so pissed i was that. i was just i was i was well she she went the long way around and I, I had no idea like what was going on it was only when it was only later on that i realized like oh my god it's it literally just down the road <laughs> But I wasn't to know, so uh, yeah. So she she takes me to the apartment, drop off my stuff, and meet my landlady. Who, oh god, she just just wouldn't shut up. Like it's like she it's like she'd never talked to people ever, or she heard about it and thought it was a good idea, but never had the the chance to. So after meeting her and you know, and she's talking, and then co-worker is like, okay, I'm gonna we're gonna go to the school. I looked like death rolled up like it was terrible i looked terrible like i said 14 hours I, I i smelled bad i was wearing clothes from like the day before and i was all disheveled and that like i looked like i was i was high like my, my eyes were just i was bug-eyed but i was just like okay give me give me a minute so i quickly spritzed myself down wash my face i was like right okay let's go oh here's one thing like i didn't realize when we initially walked into the apartment the first thing i got was <gasps> I was like, whoa, whoa, what did I do? Forgot to take my shoes off. That's one, that's a big no-no. Never, never wear your shoes in, into a place. You always have to like, take your shoes um, off. It's like, oh, what was it? Oh, it was um, Fast and Furious. Do you remember that scene? When the guy goes in, <laughs> he has to put those slippers on. That's kind of the same thing. <laughs> like over there, just the, the slippers. you say wabaki or something. Yeah, it was shoes in Japanese, wabaki. But... Yeah, I just like I was like, oh my god, I, I, I'm so sorry. Like, and I quickly took my shoes off, just really hoping that they like I just didn't have really bad, you know, smelling feet. Like that was I was just like like I haven't taken my shoes off in hours. Oh so god knows, what, you know. But if if anything, they were just polite. So yeah, like so she takes me to the school. I get introduced to the um, I get introduced to the principal. Uh, the deputy, and a few other teachers. And that's when I met J-Man for the first time. Yeah. Uh, who who was, who was first thing he said was, welcome to Korea, Pooh. And I was, so, yeah. I, was I was just so disheveled by it. I was just like, what? Wait, what? He just called you a Pooh? What the fuck? And it turned out later that, oh, they, they didn't know how to say my name. So they called you a Pooh because Because that's... The only like Indian person that they've ever, you know, had contact. Well, I say contact, but they've ever been subjected to a racial stereotype from The Simpsons. So I was like, okay, great. But I didn't think anything of it because, like, first time I meet this guy, I've I've met people who've just been like, oh, you've you know, you you just call me all sorts, and I'm just like, all right, yeah, great. And then they turn out to be like really good people in the end. So I met uh, I met <laughs> I meet this guy, and uh, and then I meet the first. Uh, non-Korean person uh, at the school and he's a really nice guy and he's like and he was just happy at the fact that he got to leave early 
because it's a Friday. He got to leave early, and he's just like, "I'm just, look, I'm happy that we're, we're out of here. Like, I'll show you everything." If you need to. <laughs> like, I was like, "Okay, great." So the first place, and the thing is, this is the first time I'm having to walk places as well. So walk from the school all the way back into town, which is about it's a it's a depending on how fast you walk, it can be twenty five to thirty minute walk. Jeez, and it was pouring rain outside as well but so, it was humid it well was, it was just yeah it was just korea like, is a similar to india in this sense that is in it when it, when it rains it torrential rains like it's it's like monsoon rain yeah it's like it's just heavy rain but it's um, like the, really the weather, humid the weather is very bipolar um like when it's in the summer it's really hot uh there's just no give to it um, yeah and in the winter it's just body parts can fall off you if you're outside for way too long like it's it's horribly cold yeah um but yeah the the fact is it like we the first place we went to was the big supermarket in town uh i wasn't prepared to buy anything so i if i remember correctly i figured okay what do i need so and it was and because i was so tired i ended up buying if i remember correctly mango juice like a carton of <laughs> like a carton of mango juice your mom would be proud <laughs> a carton of mango juice krishna's boat is always stocked up with mango juice like every week uh so yeah I, so there was that and i think toilet paper because I, I noticed that there were no toilet paper at the apartment so i figured okay I, this is an essential and I, I just I went and got that, and we walked into town, and he took me to a different supermarket where everything was cheaper. So I was already a bit irritated by the fact that that happened. But you know, what, what am I going to do? Go all the way back to the other supermarket yeah. and get a refund on your mango juice and on my mango toilet. juice and, and toilet roll. Um, and uh, <laughs> he takes me to he took me to his apartment because you know what's the point of me going back to mine. Um, he goes, oh, if you want, you can use the internet connection here. I was like, okay, great. Oh, um, oh, the stories of me and Krishna and the internet connection, the the super speed. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the days when everyone used to actually like download. Well, I think people still do, but actually download movies and songs. And Krishna used to message me and be like, the internet connection, God, you're not going to believe it. Like, it's nuts. Like it, it used to take me like a day to like download a hundred megabyte file. For you, it was like a second. If yeah, it was like two seconds done. Oh, if God. that. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, the, uh, I went to the guy's apartment and I used his internet connection uh, to check up on like, probably well, just check up on Facebook essentially. So I went on and. There's loads of messages uh, from people saying, oh, you know, good luck and hope everything goes well for you. And the crazy thing was all the Facebook friend notifications, like requests. From them already? From people that I hadn't met. I'd never met these people. And I just, yeah, just, there it is. And I, was, and, uh, I got added to like the local uh, group. Uh, the expat group over there and so I did all the business I talked to a few of these people yeah. I accepted all because I didn't know any I didn't know any better so I just accepted all these requests and that and and uh, and talked to a few of them because they were asking me questions and things yeah and they wanted to like impart a little bit of a wisdom this was all in the span of 10 minutes so 
yeah, I got, I got like, I finished up there and I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to my apartment. He's like, okay, no problem. I'll come around uh, later on and, you know, you, you can meet, you can meet the others. I'm like, the others? What are you on about? Like, first off, I was surprised that there was one, there was a guy already at my school who was, he's from the States. Right. So I was, to say, for, for lack of a better term, there was a, a foreigner at my school, even though, you know, you're, you're a foreigner, even so, though yeah. I'm a foreigner, I'm the foreigner here. So, and I was a bit surprised, but when he said like others, I thought that's a bit strange. And then it clicked in my head, like all these friend requests are people who actually live in Korea and, he, well, and they're more than likely people that he's met. So after I did what I need to do in my apartment, I got changed, uh, realized that I had missed out a bunch of other essential stuff like toothpaste and, and shampoo and yeah. and, and soap, you know, just a bunch of stuff. I figured, okay, well, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do this later. Got told, okay, if you just walk down the street, you'll you'll go to like the local hangout, which is a convenience store called One Time, and we went. I went there, and there's like a bunch of guys there, just like, hey, how's it going? It's like, oh my god, there's more, more foreigners, <laughs> more people who can speak English. Yeah, yeah. I was look, that's 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 gold dust right there. You just, like if you meet somebody who knows English, you're like, okay, great, I got somebody to talk to. Somebody can help me out. They might know Korean, you know, it's a commodity. So I ended up going to. Uh, I just ended up hanging out with them and, and they were like, Hey, we're going to go to the, you know, have you eaten? I was like, no, I'm not eating yet. And like, okay, well, let's go to this place. I'm like, okay, great. And we go there. First thing I can't. Okay. So I'm not flexible at all. So I can't, I can't sit. I can't sit with my legs. Uh, I can't sit on the ground with my legs crossed. It, it just, it, my legs hurt. I get like a gold cramp. I get cramp. So, and they take me to one place where it's like, you got to sit on the floor. I was just like, oh god, I'm wearing jeans as well. So really <laughs> uh, For me, my jeans, I'll be, I'll be fine. Like, I got stretchy jeans, but I got stretchy jeans now. But I mean, back then, it's just like the starchy's help. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they take me to that place, and you know, we're drinking liberally, and it's all nice. And I meet, I meet way more people, and then they take me to this other person's apartment, and it turns out that I've been brought to this birthday party. Like it's one of it's somebody's birthday that day, and and the first time I meet this person, I'm like, hey, you brought me a brown person. It's like, oh, what? That, that, <laughs> what's going on? So, so, yeah, and I end up meeting pretty much all the other. There's like a good thirty plus people. Jeez. At this on one this, day. On this one day, I've just met like all the people that, you know, that I will meet in this country. Well, in this city, essentially. And I remember like drinking, having a good time, playing some games, talking to people. It was great. At the end of the night, uh, I'm the there's like two guys and they're and they're helping me get back to my apartment. Like, hey, just go straight up. See that light? You got you're gonna want to go. You want to take the first left? And I'm like, okay, great, no problem. I managed to make it back home. Bed's not being made, so I have to make the bed drunk, no. which uh, I don't recommend. It's terrible, terrible. <laughs> thing to do but i mean you know, i pulled it off i was impressing myself and yeah i just i, I remember like the, the following weekend i just stayed in my apartment like i i got to a point where it's like i have no internet connection in this apartment i don't know how i'm going to communicate with my family i guess i'll just wait till monday and you know just take it so, from there uh, yeah that it's like there's the whirlwind that, of the stuff that, that, that would be the the maddest like things happen i think on a first day in a new well, 
the thing is, if if you go to like somewhere in Europe, you can sort of get around because it's not that different in some respects. But okay. going to a completely different continent where it is completely different and to have a, a day like that, it's lucky that there are expats there. Um, so that that's concluded the podcast. I, I think it's been a class podcast. I've learned um, a little bit of what it was like for Krishna in Korea, and I hope you guys have too. Um, I think it's becoming habit now on the podcast. Uh, we're going to make it a habit that uh, whoever comes on, or even if it's just me on my own, uh, we're going to open the uh, tiny tin of words you should know. Uh, my mum. So to explain it quickly to Krishna, my mum bought me this. Because... I thought that was like that. that tin had weed in it or something. Like, what, what the hell are you doing? Well, it's a grind. No, um, it's my mum. Not a grind. <laughs> my mum bought it me because um, I said to her I struggle with my English and things like that. So she just bought it me as a fun little thing. So every podcast, we're going to get the word. So I'll let you open it. So what do I actually have to do? So just open it, uh, get the word out, and you've got to read it out. And you've got to use it in a sentence. So we're teaching people on this on this podcast. Can you say the word? <laughs> I feel like Krishna right now is looking at it, looking really puzzled. Okay, first off, there's two there's two words on this thing. Am I, the first one. So the, <laughs> so the white side, okay. Yeah, the white side. There's a blue. There's a blue side and there's a white side. One has an a, one has adjective and the other one has a noun. I'll read the noun. Uh, it's ways goose. Ways goose. How you spell ways it? Ways goose. W a y z g double double o double o. That was the fucking. Get it, me fucking hell. No, damn it. It's, it's oh. <laughs> oh, oh right, he's up double O. <laughs> I just <laughs> It's literally W A Y Z Goose. Yeah. <laughs> so what does it mean then? Where's Goose? Uh, it's a noun, annual outing or dinner of employees. Uh hey, oh are we going out to that way goose? Oh no, I always get drunk at those things. There you go. It's just like a staff do. I'm it not, is. That's that, that, that's that, a staff do. That's that's not gonna catch on. That's definitely goose. not going to flip it. I feel like I've heard, I've heard that said before. Although I do like the 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 adjacent side. What is this? No, oh. no, no, no! I wish I'd, I wish I'd picked that side. God that's, damn it, Christian! Way better. Messing the method up, right? So, guys, uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, if you like the podcast and you listen on uh, YouTube, uh, give it a like. If you disliked it, give it a dislike. Um, and also, if you're listening to it on any other platform, um, comment down on how the podcast went. Like what other platforms? Spotify. Um, that's the only one that I naturally know of. It's going out. So to give someone like a little bit of context, I'm going to be talking about this on a podcast on my own. Um, I'm using Anchor FM, and it's going out to several other places. I think Spotify's one. Apple Podcasts is being a little buggy at the minute, so it's struggling. Um, and it's going out on YouTube as well, and uh, Anchor FM, which is its own um, station. So, yeah, it's going to be out on everything. So, comment how you, uh, how you firstly, how you listen to the podcast and um, what you thought of it as well. So, awesome. Thanks, Krishna, for coming on. No, no worries. Perfect. See you later, guys.